Your attention, please. <laughs> the Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Oh, Brad, it turns out the uh, Mission Space Race refurbishment really didn't take that long. Uh, it, it seemed like it was going to be a little longer, but it's Mission Space Race is back, and uh, it looks like all they did was take away uh, two rows of terminals so there's more seating. Well, and it's not even... There's, there's more floor, right? That's not really seating, per se. I mean, I guess they did add bench along one of the walls. Or, well, no, and I guess there are benches there, but not not that much more seating for the amount of space that they took. And are are we playing fast and loose with the words refurbishment at this point? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Strangely, when I hear words like refurbishment, I think things are going to get, you know... A, well, and we talked about this, right? Like, getting the buttons redone. And for the eight consoles that are left, maybe that did happen. But I, for whatever reason, thought that that just meant that they were putting a new coat of paint on all of the things, not cutting the the the, the bottom part down to a third of of what it was. Uh, which I guess is it's fair because there there have been plenty of times in the last couple of trips where that hasn't been that popular. And so there've been plenty of terminals empty and I'm sure Disney is collecting the data that tells them how often more than eight people have been down there. And it's, it's a small enough number that it's considered more worthwhile to have seats there instead. Um, so I, you know what? It's not gone. So I should take that and just be really happy about it. Right? Yes, you definitely should. Um, it is a, it, it's a very strange refurbishment though, to just kind of say, all right. Well, it's it's less now. Yeah, we I we guess. hacked we hacked off a bunch of this, and here you go. Actually, I guess the next time I go, I need to stick around for a for a game as well because it, it looks like at least. So we're we're looking at the the blog Mickey post. The uh, the link will be in your show notes. The the pictures that he has here all seem to just show one cast member. That used mm-hmm. to be a two cast member thing. Then maybe that's why they did it. Well, or I, I'm wondering, did they just drop it to one cast member because there's so many fewer people now? Or uh, I, that's a it's a weird it's a weird setup because you had two cast members. One was rooting for each side on all that sort of stuff. So maybe maybe they made it a little bit more low key. Uh, but yeah, it's still there. Mission Space Race is still a thing. Go do Mission Space Race. It's actually kind of fun, especially if you have if you're if you're traveling with a group of four people. Go and do the the part that is up on the stage that you'll you'll have to wait to go and do, and you'll play against a group of hopefully four other people, sometimes three other people, and that's really hard for that one of those people who has to operate two gloves or something. But it's a it's a fun little game to play. So. I, I recommend it. Please go visit it so that they don't get rid of the last eight <laughs> terminals. <laughs> Since you were at the cast member preview for Galaxy's Edge, uh, they have made some changes to the alcoholic blue milk, and or the alcoholic uh, milks, I should say. Uh, and it seems like uh, maybe they're a little bit better now. Um, I can't 
I can't remember. You said you had the non non alcoholic blue milk and the alcoholic green milk, right? Yes. And and, and the milk is kind of a slushy consistency and apparently instead of pre-mixing them like they did at the uh uh cast member preview and the annual pass holder preview they're uh pouring the alcohol into the glass first and then just dispensing non-alcoholic milk into the glass that way all of the different uh dispenser uh things are non-alcoholic because apparently they ran out of the non-alcoholic milk during the annual pass holder preview yeah, and and that really doesn't surprise me because I'm sure it's very popular. And before they, so before they had two of the uh, mixers devoted to the alcoholic beverages, one to green, one to to blue. Mm-hmm. And when one costs seven dollars, which is already a ludicrous amount for a cup of uh, air quotes milk, <laughs> right? To to Slush. Then, yeah, to then pay twice as much for a shot of alcohol added like it it doesn't surprise me at all that most people are taking the non-alcoholic one and so right. disney said well if the non-alcoholic ones are running out and we still have all this alcoholic left then we shouldn't be devoting these to to the alcoholic beverage uh what i found which in in your your complaint about it was that you couldn't really taste the alcohol right and that's that's exactly what i was about to say what i find interesting is the the reports are that now that it's being mixed uh after the fact that the alcohol is more pronounced mm-hmm. which is probably better in in a lot of ways though i'm not a huge fan of uh and and once again the blog mickey uh getting a, getting a lot for uh we found a, apparently ended up with a lot of stuff from blog mickey on the uh, show notes today but uh was saying that the consistency is much more oily which isn't something i tend to look for in my drinks um well i think i think with with alcohol sometimes you get especially with uh tequila um because the green milk has tequila and the blue milk has rum and i think with tequila right. you can some you can sometimes get that kind of slick if you're mm. if you have a, a mixed thing you can sometimes get that slick on the top where the alcohol is not mixing in you know, fully. Uh, I think that's why they give you a stirrer now, so you can kind of try to keep that keep mixed it, up. Keep it but all, I, keep that, uh, well, because, I, like, it doesn't seem, they're they're pouring the alcohol into the glass, and then they're pouring the non-alcoholic milk on top of it. It's not mm-hmm. like they're running this through a, a blender or something to give you a good right. emulsion. Right, yeah. Uh, so I think that, that probably what they meant was more of a... a, a slick on top than like an actual oily consistency because there's nothing to be there's nothing to be oily well it's coconut milk coconut is pretty high oil so oh but why would that why would it be more because the alcohol is causing it to separate because well because the stirring it and the alcohol gets rid of a lot like Mm. makes it looser and so Mm. you lose as it gets warmer or, you know, as the alcohol changes the, the freezing temperature, you know, I, out, adding alcohol to stuff changes a lot of stuff about the, the dynamics of, of, I guess that's true of how stuff goes together. So I, I don't know. Uh, they said that the, the alcoholic beverages they feel like are better. I like the idea that you'll actually taste your $7 shot of alcohol. <laughs> uh, so, uh, th- this is probably going to work out well for Disney. I wonder, 
I, you know what? I was about to say, I wonder if the alcohol will eventually be phased out, but it's, it, it's a nice no profit way. margin that Disney's making on this. And it's, it's, especially now it is such a little amount of work that they have to do to make it mm-hmm. that, yeah, it's, it's going to stick around. So there you go. Go get your yeah. alcoholic green or blue milk. Go get your, <laughs> go get your blue milk. Don't, you know what? I say that you're going to go get the green milk. I want them. No, I'm not. I want them I'm, to suicide. My, my plan is to not touch the green milk. The green milk sounds gross. And I, we're, we're definitely going to do blue only. Get your, get your wife to get the green milk. No, I love my wife, Brad. <laughs> Plus, you want to drink your blue milk. You don't want her to drink all of your blue milk. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, what do they care if they have to put a little bit of alcohol in there now? Yeah, and so and charge you seven bucks for it. So while we're talking about beverages at Galaxy's Edge, <laughs> why don't we go ahead? So this was actually on the show notes for last week when we did the D twenty three extravaganza, and it was no way we were going to get to it. And come to find out, that was for the best. So someone had tweeted at TSA about the thermal detonator bottles, right? In Galaxy's Edge, you can get your Coke, Diet Coke, Sprite, whatever, in a in a in a little bottle, a little expensive bottle. Um, I almost bought one, but I didn't. Uh, and it it looks like a, a thermal detonator from Star Wars. And they asked, can these be packed in a suitcase, not not in your carry on, but in checked baggage? And TSA's tweet response was. Replica and inert explosives aren't allowed in either carry-on or check bags. Hilarious. Yes, because clearly a thermal detonator is is a is a real explosive thing or something. Uh and and like how did how have people been getting these back from from Disneyland up to this point? But all of a sudden I was glad that I hadn't bought one because I would have never even thought that TSA would have an issue with them, but well, you would have had to get, you would have had to get extremely unlucky for them to search your bag and then think that was a replica explosive and not a bottle or a, a like a thing of Coke. I mean, it's plastic. It's clearly. And it, and it a, has a, it has a, a beverage label. container on it. Now, now they do do, they do do, they do do the, uh, <laughs> modified logos the the galaxy's edge or black spire outpost logos so it's not actually the coke diet coke whatever logos but it's still clearly that's what it is but if Uh, you were if you were a person who had no idea what this thing was and you picked up this plastic bottle with a plastic cap on it the last especially empty and how light it is literally the last thing oh, you would think I do, is, oh I, this, this is a bomb I do assume that people were talking about bringing it back with, with the beverage still in it like unopened um, surely the TSA wasn't talking about uh, about an empty bottle because then they could just open it and look inside of it oh my gosh I miss. I don't this. think they would care if if your inert or replica explosive device was full or not never mind I did not read all the tweets here apparently they did a follow up when somebody asks if you if you put it in your luggage with a regular cap and empty, 
And TSA responded, even with a normal bottle cap, this item is still a replica and not, is not allowed in carry-on or checked bags. If our officers discover a replica item during screening and believe it's real, the item will be treated as such until advised otherwise by law enforcement. Uh, I have trouble. But anyway, so that this was all on our, our notes for last week. Unfortunately, we waited till this week because this week the TSA announced. I'm sorry. I have trouble taking this serious. We have completed our hey, review and yeah. instructed our officers to treat these as an oversized liquid. Your soda bottle's okay. Which, which our I was, officers are, are going to treat your soda bottle as a soda bottle. Yes, that's exactly what it says. Essentially, if you try to bring it full in your carry-on, it's oversized. It's not going to fit in your 311 bag. So don't try to bring it in full, but if you bring it in empty or you bring it full in your check bag, it's fine because it's a soda bottle. But I just love, we have completed our review. I, I, can, I can imagine at TSA headquarters, you know, like the, the, the CSI type team that was painstakingly, slowly pulling the cap off of this bottle. But but now now mind you not directly in front of their face because this could be an explosive, so I I imagine them wearing like the thick gloves and it's inside of that you know metal container with the one like super thick plexi window that they can see through as they're slowly opening it like the bead of sweat on the guy's brow as he decides whether or not he's going to survive the opening of this thermal detonator and you know what it's okay he was a little sweaty because. He's got a nice, cool, refreshing Coke to help him out. (laughs) What do you really think happened? I think think, someone from Disney talked to someone at the TSA and said, come on. I think that this was answered by somebody who was a level one. uh, Essentially, it's it's like if you, you call the cable company, right? Because... Your cable box is out. And the first thing you did was you tried unplugging and plugging your cable box back in. And then you tried, you know, plugging it, unplugging and plugging back in the cable. And then you let it sit for 30 seconds. And then you call the cable company and they say, well, have you tried plugging and unplugging it? And have you tried, have you tried all of these things that you did? But it's because they're working off of the script, right? They've been given a specific set of parameters and they have to work within these parameters. I think that initially the person who responded to this tweet was working within the parameters that said, if it looks like, you know, here is the, the, the letter of the law, and this, if somebody asks you, this is how you respond, and then it, it, because it became a thing, it moved up the food chain, and somebody higher up who was actually allowed to make those sorts of decisions said, no, no, that's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's a soda bottle, guys. We're not going to get all this, you know, bad press and flack over complaining about a soda bottle. So tell everybody that that's okay. And then everything got turned around. That's what I think happened. I don't even know that Disney had mm. to get involved with this. I, the only reason I think that is because Disney probably has pretty close relations with MCO. And I would think they probably have a contact with someone at MCO that some, they could just say, like, hey, come on. Don't, please don't take people's souvenirs away. That's true. And but this it, is the TSA, man. They're federal. Yeah, well, so that's any, true. 
Anyway, the moral of the story yeah. is you can you can now bring your your thermal detonator, big air quotes, home with you. Uh, just remember, it has to be empty or it has to be in your checked baggage. And and also, don't call it that. <laughs> yeah. it, don't be cute. Don't call your check out soda my thermal detonator. detonator. I hope it doesn't go off. Now, then you're going to get tackled, and then right. I'm not going to laugh at TSA. I'm going to laugh at you. So, call it a coke. Call it what it is. Like, don't don't get cute. Speaking of cute, Disney PhotoPass apparently has new PhotoPass studios uh, that have the, so they have these uh, backdrops you can take pictures in front of. I, this is so very strange to me. Um, there's apparently there's one at uh, at the marketplace at Disney Springs, and then there's another one at Sir Mickey's at Magic Kingdom, and then on the second floor of the Grand Floridian. These are like, I don't, they look kind of like the kind of backdrops you would get from glamour shots or like from your elementary school um, photo day, picture day, where or like like back in the old days when you'd go to the JCPenney and Uh go to the, go to the photo studio and get your photos taken. It's like that cloudy kind of gray, you know, color background. Uh, But then uh, the Disney Springs location has, green screen backdrops so you can basically take a picture in front of anything yeah this is this is i mean cool you know, I, there's nothing wrong with it but this is like a, a much more i guess involved photo pass session than you would normally get in a park obviously this is just weird i mean and and <laughs> again not bad weird but it's weird to have a photo studio and like when I when I saw this, what I first thought was, okay, so this is like this is an upsell for pho- no, this is part of your memory maker from everything I can see. I mean, the Disney Parks blog is not saying anything about an additional charge uh, or something like that. This is just part of PhotoPass. I, I mean, it would be odd, I think, to take time out of your vacation to go into the photo studio and and take these pictures yeah because you're gonna be all sweaty and gross like it is still florida and you have still been out in the parks all day but i i guess i could see and and one of the things that the that disney parks blog uh mentions here is uh using it for Photos of the princesses and knights who have been transformed at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Like, I could see, you know, you spent all that money getting your kid made up at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique and wanting to get a bunch of really good photos of them after you spent all that money. Sure. So I yeah, for the for the kids I could see. And I I can also honestly say I'd like to go do the the green screen photos if I are if I already had Memory Maker, I don't know that this. No, I. It's not that I don't know. This wouldn't make me get Memory Maker when I wasn't going to get it already. But if I had it, right, I yeah. could see you know being at Disney, you know, taking a Disney Springs day or whatever. And actually, now that I'm thinking about this, I'm now suddenly realizing that the day that we're we're gonna take Hope into the park and we're gonna get the you know, the one day memory maker or whatever done that day 
is the is one of the days that Magic Kingdom closes at six for the. I think it's the Christmas party that day. Maybe it's the ha- maybe it's Halloween. No, it's how ha- yeah, it's Halloween. Uh, it's got to be Halloween. You're going yeah, in September. Yeah, I can't remember when I'm going to the park anymore. <laughs> but anyway, they they close at six, so I think we probably have time to to run over to Disney Springs and get a couple of green screen photos and. Since we're already going to be paying for Memory Maker for that day, why wouldn't we go to Disney Springs and get a couple of photos taken in front of the green screens? Yeah. So I. I mean, it's it's a it's just it's a weird thing, but it's a really cool. Uh, it's a value add, and I like that they're continuing to value add. Yeah. the The only thing that makes me curious, like. I guess dubious as to whether or not it's included in Memory Maker is because it's so much more involved. You know, if you and we don't know what these studios look like, but I assume they're indoors. Obviously, the Grim Floridian one is, but I, I would assume that they're they're oh, inside. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure all three are inside in a room, and you've got you've got lighting. You're gonna have to, you know, there's there's just there's a lot more going on than okay everybody gather you know up there on that little you know white mark and everybody hold your hands out like like tinkerbells in your hand you know there's so much more going on and i don't you know they don't say it's not included in memory maker but they also don't say that it is and and i wouldn't i don't know i wouldn't be surprised if if that's something that they are still working on whether or not they're going to include that in memory maker uh okay so instant real-time follow-up here the disney photo pass studio at marketplace at disney springs no reservation needed simply stop by the studio during your visit at disney springs and a photographer will be on hand to help you select the perfect backdrop all photos taken can easily link to your my disney experience account and are also included in an active memory maker package well there you go that that to me is is way crazier that the, that, that they're taking the time to maker. to take professional just more involved photos let's let's say it like oh mm-hmm. and i'm not saying please note that's not me saying that they're not professional photos but i i still think it's a little bit different than taking your family to a photo studio or paying a photographer to to go and take you know your your family absolutely pictures or whatever but dude i'm also thinking like but this is staged. This is staged photos. I mean, this isn't just yeah. Like but the Disney Parks the like photos has like a Christmas thing here, and be a quick and easy way to get our uh, Christmas card out of the way. Mm-hmm. The photos per hour of this is going to be like way lower than than any other photo pass. Uh, on on top of the fact that like most of what Memory Maker gives you is ride photos, and those require no work at all. So I don't. I I just uh, like I I would not have expected that this was going to be part like included in Memory Maker. Which, if you think about it from a from a pure value perspective, is a steal. Yeah, Memory Maker keeps becoming a better and better deal. I think. Yeah, it's a hundred and sixty bucks if you sign up for it early, and your ride photos are like ten or twelve dollars each anyway. So in you you have to want 10 of your photos and then it's worth it pretty much like it's crazy or if you just so, buy a day it's like $70 and yeah i can that's true i can definitely come up with a days where you know 
there there are going to be days when I'm going to want photos, but then if I need two days, then I should have just bought the entire right the entire week. So I don't know choices to but be yeah, made. Yeah, no, here. that's that's exciting. It's exciting that this is a part of Memory Maker, and 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 that it it wouldn't make me get Memory Maker if I wasn't already planning to, but it does definitely add a lot of value, especially for people with kids. Yeah, and and then they so what they they showed off the new super zoom photo that they added to Galaxy's Edge recently, mm-hmm. and the uh like. 360 camera. I don't know. What do you call that? That sort of photo. A little, uh, uh, like a tiny world. Yeah. Yeah. Photo. Yeah. So they, they're adding, they're doing a lot of stuff to memory maker to, and I didn't, I never really thought memory maker, like we've used it before. Uh, you know, it's not something we, we get every time we go to Disney, but there have been times when we've wanted to have memory maker. And and we've gotten it, and I didn't really feel like we were getting, uh, what overcharged for what we got even then. And they just they keep adding stuff. I, mm-hmm. And it's and it's funny. Like w- we talk about Memory Maker every once in a while, not nearly as often as Disney drops. You know, hey, there's some new uh, animated photo opportunities, or you know, this new thing or that new thing going on with Memory Maker. But they're constant. They're constantly changing stuff and adding stuff to it, which. I appreciate because they, I, I feel like they could just rest on their laurels and people would continue to hand them money to do this thing. Just to, just to not have to take your own family, not have to be responsible for all your own family pictures on vacation, which yep. by, by itself, I think is, makes, makes Memory Maker worthwhile. And I will, I will say to the, in the hero image on this Disney Parks Blog story, the left image is a, a girl who has been made up at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. The right image is of a little boy who is posing like Peter Pan. The middle image is a baby who is, you know, maybe dressed up like someone from Disney. Maybe not, but it's a I, great little picture of a little baby. Right. Uh, so, like, you just use this as a picture, like a good professional quality picture of your kid, too, if you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, be, a, be, be great be great one-year-old photos for me since you know it's going to mm-hmm. be just a couple of weeks after after the first birthday here haha don't have to pay a photographer for those now right all included with my photo pass i think that'll do it for this episode you can follow us on twitter at mtm podcast you can like us on facebook at facebook.com slash mtm podcast you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co we'll be back next week with a brand new episode and until then have a magical day